Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Not Your Average TV Junkie podcast. If you don't know me, I am Ava, and today I will be recapping the last four weeks of Dancing with the Stars. I normally do two weeks in one episode, but I have been just so, so busy with school and college applications and everything that I have somehow managed to get very far behind. So I'm either going to do like two episodes in this one and two episodes in the next one, and just get them all up at the same time, but split it into two, or I'm just going to shove it all into one long episode. It honestly depends on how long I talk for. I'm going to try and fly through these episodes so I can get this out to you guys as soon as humanly possible, because like I said, I'm very far behind. But without further ado, let's get into it. So we are throwing it all the way back to week five for the first episode I am talking about. That is 80s night and we are going to start out with Jesse Metcalf and Sharna. They danced the tango to Tears for Fears. I think that Jesse is getting better. However, I still think that Jesse's not that great of a dancer. I just don't think he has that that rhythm that you need for dance and I am one to talk because I definitely don't have that like rhythm or groove either. So I would be way worse off than Jesse is, but He got a 19 out of 30, which again, I think he's improving, but I just think he's improving a little too slowly. Next is Kershell Staus and Gleb. I said for half the season, Strauss, but it is in fact Staus. There is no R in her name at all. So sorry about that, everyone. I cannot speak clearly. They danced the cha-cha and we got lots of talk from the new kids on the block, which I actually do like new kids on the block. I know I'm, I was not born in the 80s. I was not even close. I, like Sky, who we'll talk about later, was not born until, until 2002. So I, but I do like older music. So I do, I do like new kids on the block. Anyways, she danced the cha-cha. I feel like it was okay. Like, I don't know. It's hard to say because I really like Chriselle and I think that she's also improving And I think she deserved higher than a 19 out of 30. I think her dance was better than Jessie's, but it's still, like, it wasn't that great, in my opinion, and clearly the judges also. Next is Vernon Davis and Peta dancing the tango to Living on a Prayer, which, first of all, love that song. Also, just overarching on this entire episode for 80s week, the hair and makeup were fantastic. The costumes were fantastic. So just a huge round of applause to the costume and hair and makeup department. They killed it. They always kill it, but like they really did a great thing with the 80s night. So just just shout out because it's always awesome, but it was really, the costumes were really cool this week. Anyways, uh, Vernon and Peta danced the tango to living on a prayer they scored a 21 out of 30 i think vernon is really surprising me i think he's doing a lot better than i thought he was gonna do and i think this is a respectable dance it wasn't the greatest thing i've ever seen but it's week five a 21 out of 30 that's three sevens if i can do my math correctly yeah guys i'm really bad at math it's a big problem um (laughs) i think three sevens are really respectable for week five so i think he's doing well Next is Jeannie Mai and Brandon dancing to Madonna's Like a Virgin, dancing a jazz performance. First of all, I love the song Like a Virgin, and I had it stuck in my head the entire episode. I don't know. It's just like, it's super catchy to me. It's just like the Like a Virgin part is always stuck in my head when I listen to it. So that was stuck in my head the entire 80s night. Anyway, 
jazz. I loved the bathtub and the outfit was super Madonna. I think it was awesome and I think that they I think that they killed it. Honestly, it looked great. I love jazz. I love Madonna. I love Jeannie. I think she has great energy and I think the jazz really played to that and I think that the 24 out of 30 was respectable. Next is Nelly and Daniela dancing the samba and I think his samba was really really good. Like I'm I'm surprised at how well he danced that samba and I think his natural groove that I've kind of talked about in the past really played into that because you can work on that like natural groove with the samba. I think I think he did great. I think it was definitely his best dance. 24 out of 30, like I said, super respectable. I a lot of people got a 24 out of 30. So I think like week 5 the benchmark for sure. I think a 24 out of 30 is really is really there. Next was Justina Machado. Machado. It's like Machado. It sounds like uh like what's that? Like crunch wrap type thing. What's that called from like Del Taco or Taco Bell? Like like I, I don't know what it's called, but that's what I, it made me think of. Anyway. Justina Machado and Sasha dancing a jazz performance to Flash Dances Maniac. And I think it was also great. She also got a 24 out of 30. Like I said, a ton of people got 24 out of 30s. I think that she had a ton of energy. And I know that the judges kind of mentioned that her energy wasn't like as high as normal. But I think Justina always has killer energy. And I think she had great energy. And the jazz... Did I say she danced jazz? Is that what I said? Yeah. I think it was great, honestly. And I love her, obviously. So I'm a little biased. But I think it was also great. So way to go. Next is AJ McLean and Cheryl dancing the waltz to open arms. I think that, he, well, first of all, you got a 24 to 30. I think that AJ really surprised me in being good at the waltz. Like, that doesn't seem like something very AJ McLean. Like, like you don't normally, like, peg that together in my mind. He's a boy bander and doing the waltz is, like, super elegant and soft. And I thought he would really struggle with that because that just is not, like, his vibe. But he did really well. A 24 out of 30 is good. And I think, I really think he did well. He had really good, like... I don't know how to explain it. He had really good, like, a good softness and, like, that flow about him that I think you need for, like, a slower dance, a slower ballroom dance like the waltz. And he really surprised me with that, honestly. Next was Sky and Allen, who, like I said, was not born in the 80s. She was born in 02, like myself. And her mom did talk about, like, being from the 80s and being like, don't disappoint the 80s. And I don't think Sky did. I think she killed it. Also getting... A 24 out of 30, but I just think it's hilarious because everyone's like, oh, she's so young. I'm like, she's 18. She's not that young, like probably because I'm also an O2 baby. I'm like, guys, like we're not, we're not that young. <laughs> we aren't 10, but I get it. Like we are, we are technically still children. Um, next up is Monica and Val, who, first of all, Monica was going to be on Wall Street. That's very interesting. I cannot peg her as a Wall Street person, but she ended up as a cheerleading coach, which I just think is a funny twist of fates, but I think she, she's a killer cheerleading coach, and I think she, like, I guess would have been good on Wall Street, I don't know. She, anyway, she danced the tango to Tainted Love and scored a 26 out of 30. I was so happy for Monica. She seems so much more in her element. I think she's finally getting comfortable on the show and able to, like, do, do dances that 
you know, like, she she knows that she's not going to be the best at it, but she's still willing to throw herself 100% into it. And I think that was her problem early on, was that she had the, she has the ability to do it. She was just so, like, reserved about it and, like, thinking that she wasn't going to be able to do it, that it came across as though she was, like, timid and shy and confused, when I really think she was just, like, so out of her element that it was, like, fogging her brain. But I think she's finally coming to her own on the show. 26 out of 30. I think she she killed it. And I'm really happy for her because I really like her. Next is Neve and Jenna who, uh, for, well, first of all, he danced the quick step. Second of all, continues to surprise me. He continues to kill it week after week. I'll, like I've mentioned this like 500 times. I think he's a great guy. I'd, I'd never even heard of him. I'd heard of the show Catfish, but I'd never watched it. And now on A, it makes me want to watch it. And two, I don't know, I just, like, really like him. I think he's a great dude. And he's an incredible dancer. Like, I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting him, my dad and I watch the show together sometimes, and my dad is, like, the least coordinated. He would be horrible. He would get, like, threes and then go home immediately. That's kind of what I expected. Just by looking at Neve. I was like, oh, he's going to be terrible. He's not. He's fantastic. I'm surprised. Color me surprised. Next is second to last, I guess, is Caitlin and Artem dancing the, what did they dance this week? Oh, the tango. They, they were a lot of tangos. There were like four or five tangos this night. This night? Yeah. 80s night? Whatever. <laughs> um, she scored a 27 out of 30, three nines. And I think also Caitlin is really, I expected Caitlin to be really good. She's been wanting to do the show for like literally ever, but I think, I think she killed it. I think it was really good. Beautiful. I think she definitely had the best tango of the night. I mean, brava. Last up is Johnny, Weir, and Britt dancing the first contemporary of the season. First of all, I absolutely love contemporary dance. I, it's my favorite style to watch. When I, I did dance like a really long time ago for like a year. I was not very good. But I loved like performing contemporary. Like I said, I was like really not good. But it's still really fun to perform. It's by far my favorite style to watch. And like say you think you can dance and stuff like that. I just, I really love contemporary, so I was really glad. They don't do contemporary all that often, but I was really glad that they let Johnny do it. They got the season's first tens, scoring a 29 out of 30. I think the tens might have been a tiny bit high, but like, I love contemporary, and I think Johnny did a very good job. I think that definitely, the contemporary definitely played to his strengths, and I think it was great. And they danced to Total Eclipse of the Heart, which is one of my favorite songs, so... I don't know. I think it was great, and I love contemporary. Um, Vernon and Peta and Jesse and Sharna were in the bottom two, and unfortunately, Jesse and Sharna were—I almost said evicted, like Big Brother style—left. I guess there's no really like they weren't like voted out. I mean, they were kind of voted out by America, and then the judges voted to keep Vernon and Peta. So I guess they were voted out. Anyway, Jesse and Sharna left this week. I actually. I mean, I, I really like Jesse Metcalf, but like I said, he's not a good dancer, so I completely understand. I also really like Sharna, so I was kind of sad about that, but it's okay. You win some, you lose some. On to the next week. Alright, episode six, which is not a theme tonight, is it just a regular Dancing with the Stars week. I am starting with Sky Jackson and Alan, who kind of really messed up this cha-cha. Like, I don't know. I think Sky just got kind of off in the middle and then it threw her entire game off and the rest of the dance was like slightly behind the music and like a little bit 
like jerky and awkward because I think she just like messed up her footing in the middle and it completely threw her off which like they mentioned in the package she was like writing a book and filming things and taking courses for college and all of that so I understand she's totally busy and probably didn't have enough time to rehearse that week as she probably would have liked and I think that all got in her head and she just messed up but honestly like Derek Huff said it happens to everyone she moved past it it's all good she got an 18 out of 30 because the rest of the dance until she like messed up it was actually really good and like high energy and everything so I think the 18 out of 30 was fair given the circumstances Next was Vernon and Peta. Vernon talking about how he lost his grandpa, which was super, super sad. Also danced the cha-cha in a really fun suit kind of what do you call, outfit. I could, why can I not think of outfit? I was like, you know, a suit, the, the thing you wear. Guys, it's, we're on the struggle bus here in week six. Anyways, it was good. It was actually really good. He got a 21 out of 30. I think he could have gotten... I think he could have gotten a little bit higher. I know there were some like little mistakes in there, but I think it was emotional and it was good. And I think that I think that he should have gotten a little bit higher than 21 out of 30. But I get it because there was some like weird stuff that happened. Next up is Johnny Weir and Britt dancing the salsa, which to be honest was a pretty big step down from his contemporary last week. I think the contemporary was really, really in Johnny's element with his ice skating background and just like the way he carries himself and the salsa was just really not in his element and I think that that like really got to him and it just like wasn't that great. I don't know. It wasn't bad. It was just not that great. So you got a 22 out of 30. This is what I was kind of hinting towards earlier in the show when I was saying his scores were he was getting scores that were too high. I don't really feel that way about the contemporary that I talked about earlier in this episode, but I think that he he has that like movement ability, but he doesn't have that like ballroom Latin dance like kind of vibe. And I think that's kind of what hit him with the salsa, which is what I've been talking about for weeks that I thought I, I could see was happening, but the judges, I think, were looking past that. But I think in this dance, for sure, they were like, oh yeah, I like they saw how what he was doing wasn't super, like didn't lend itself very well to the salsa. And I think that's where kind of the scores came from. And I totally agree. I think Johnny is awesome, but I also think that he his Latin ballroom dance ability is not as good as people are saying it is simply because he can ice skate like come on he's the king of ice skating he's incredible but I think that just because he can ice skate doesn't mean that translates to ballroom dances and I think for like the first four weeks the judges were like had horse blinders on and were like he's an ice skater he's so great but I didn't think he had that ability to dance this style and I think they saw that this week and so that makes me happy I'm just saying because I feel like that's what I've been trying to telepathically tell the judges since the beginning and what is what I was seeing which is also what I talked about with Nellie earlier in the season who is next Nellie and Daniela danced the what did they dance oh they danced to um they dance to, um, what's the song called? They dance to Humble and Kind, right? Guys, that took me way too long to get to Humble and Kind. Um, they danced the Viennese Waltz to Humble and Kind. And, first of all, love that song. 
Second of all, I think he did a really nice Viennese waltz. Like, like I said with Johnny, which I feel like I'm connecting these two a lot. Other than, like, what I'm saying, I don't think they have any other connection. But, um, I th- I was really surprised that he danced the Viennese waltz as good as he did. I think it's, it was difficult for him because, like I said, he has that groove and that rhythm, but he doesn't have that, like, ballroom finesse. But he did it, and it was nice, and it was slow, and I think it was great. It was wonderful. So, 24 out of 30, well done. Next was Chriselle and Gleb. Uh, Chriselle was talking about how she lost both her parents to cancer within the last two years, which is horrible. Like, that's, that's honestly terrible that she lost both her parents in the same like, in the same year and a half to both to cancer, like, cancer sucks, guys, like, completely, and I feel horrible, that's awful, but she danced a contemporary dance in memory of both of her parents, she got a 24 out of 30, I think the scores honestly should have been a little higher on that, if you guys can hear the wind, I'm sitting, like, in my bed, and the window is right there, and it's, like, tornado level winds outside, that's probably a little dramatic, it's definitely, like, we're not gonna have a tornado ever, it's okay, I'm, I'm okay, but, like, it's really windy, and I feel like you can definitely hear it in my mic, so if you can hear, like, rustling, it's just the trees outside, because it's really, really windy today. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, Chriselle's contemporary dance, I think she should have scored a little bit higher than a 24 out of 30, I think she deserves some nines, I really liked it, and I think it was emotional and perfect, and I think she deserved a little bit higher. Next is Jeannie, Mai, and Brandon dancing the rumba, and she talked about how her family came over from Vietnam and the struggle of that, and I think that, I think, did she say that it was her grandma came over, like, with her mom? So Jeannie is first generation American, which is awesome, and I think that what she's done with her life is great from that, for sure. Also, she's gorgeous like her the cult like her her culture and her like appearance is beautiful I think she's gorgeous anyway she danced the rumba getting a 25 out of 30 and I think I think it was really well done I think it was beautiful I think she killed it um next is Neve and Jenna dancing to good vibrations marky mark and a jazz performance. I also love that Jenna did not know that Marky Mark was the same as Mark Wahlberg. thought that was a little funny, but I mean, I guess if you'd never, like, heard that before, they do kind of, like, in my mind, seem like two. Like, I know they're the same person, but they kind of do seem like two different people, so I thought that was funny. Anyway, they danced a jazz performance to Good Vibrations. Like I said, got a 26 out of 30. I think it was great. I think everything Neve does is great, so I think it was great. How many times can I pick right? It was very well done. We'll change it up a little bit. Next is Monica and Val dancing the rumba in, me- not in memory, okay, he's not dead, in uh, like celebration or dedicated to her husband who they have been together since, what'd she say, like sixth grade, something ridiculous. That's incredible. They've been together that long. She did say that they actually got divorced and then got married again which I think is interesting, but she's been with that one person since sixth grade, which is, like, really crazy. Spoiler alert, I, I have not had a boyfriend. I am not going to be with the same person since sixth grade, so there we go. But, um, what was I talking about before I just, like, went off on a tangent of me not having a boyfriend? Um, Rumba, Monica, dedicated to her husband. 
it was great. It was super, super great. Like I said earlier in the episode about Monica, she's really coming out of her shell, really killing the dances. I'm really impressed, and I think she's doing really freaking awesome, and I'm super proud of her. 27 out of 30. Next is AJ McLean and Cheryl dancing the samba. And I also love how he says sorry five million times. I think that's hilarious. I do the exact same thing. It's it's pretty funny. But I love the montage of how many times he says sorry throughout uh, rehearsal. Really great. His, uh, what did I say he was dancing? The samba? Is that, I don't think that's right. Yeah, he, he was dancing the samba. I think it was also super great. Like, I think he really, like Carrie Ann said, was it Carrie Ann who said it? One of the judges said it. Said they thought that was his breakthrough, his breakout moment, and I totally agree. I think it was great. I think the way he was really putting himself out there and pushing himself forward in the dance, and I think, I really do think it was great. I think it was a a massive improvement. A 27 out of 30. Next is Caitlin and Artem dancing the also dancing the samba. Everyone is dancing the samba. Last week it was the tango. This week it was the samba. Caitlin talked about her tattoos and how she would like to get a mirror ball tattoo if she wins. I mean, I think that would be awesome. I was gonna say she should get it anyway, but that would be kind of goofy if like, she's like, yeah, I got fourth. Here's my mirror ball. Like, I don't know. She should do something dancing with the stars related, especially since she likes tattoos so much. But like, maybe maybe hold off on the mirror ball. I don't know. She could get like the season number or something in like Roman numerals. Caitlin, uh, you're definitely not listening. But if you're listening, that's my suggestion. Anyway, she danced a very good samba and got a 27 out of 30. My computer, like my iTunes, is like hopping up and down. Like, I don't know, you know how, (laughs) you know how if there's, like, something wrong with one of your apps on your Mac, it, like, hops? Yeah, well, that's what my iTunes is doing. I don't know why it's doing that. So I'm trying to force quit it right now, but it doesn't want to quit. Quit. Give up on life. Okay, sorry. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with it. Hopefully it stops hopping. It's driving me crazy. Last up is Justina Machado and Sasha dancing the Viennese Waltz. Also fantastic. Also scored a 27 out of 30. I think it was fantastic. I mean, again, I'm super biased. But I really do think the Vietnamese waltz was awesome because I think she she lends herself so well to the Latin dances with her energy and all of that. And I think slowing it down, doing a Vietnamese waltz, I think seeing that softer, like smoother side was fantastic. And I think she also killed it. So I'm really happy. 27 out of 30. Johnny and Vernon were in the bottom two, and they the judges decided to save Johnny and Vernon, and Peta went home. I honestly, I don't know. I completely understand that, like, Johnny's definitely a better dancer than Vernon was, so saving him made a lot of sense. However, I was really sad to see Vernon and Peta go. I think he was really growing, and I think he was doing, like, his dancing was improving a lot, and I think it was sad to see him go, but I also think that was definitely fair because Johnny is definitely the better dancer so fair enough on to next week it is week seven it is villains night in celebration of halloween before i get started on the recap i just wanted to say this because i thought it was funny and i kind of agree with it i follow candace cameron bray on instagram she was on dancing with the stars many many seasons ago many years ago and i love her first of all 
but she usually on Monday nights, because she was on the show, will kind of recap Dancing with the Stars, talk about the dances as she's watching it, etc. Well, on Villains Night, which I believe it was like an entire week before Dancing with the Stars, like I said, I'm filming this like a couple weeks later, but she normally recaps it, like I said, but this week she was like, guys, with all the negativity going on in the world, why did they pick villains for Halloween? Like, why couldn't it have just been, like, happy Halloween costumes? I'm like, I kind of agree. Why was it all villains? Like, I wouldn't have wanted to be a villain, necessarily, if I was on the show. Like, I guess that could be fun, but, like, I would have been a Disney villain, and that's about as, like, gruesome and aggressive of a villain I could have been, which I guess, like, some of the stars did that, but, like, I don't know. I wish it, I, I agree with her. I wish it was like happy Halloween costumes or like, like they were like really fun things instead. Like some of them could have been villainy, but I think like, yeah, there's so much negativity in the world. I, I agree with you, Candace Cameron Bure. I watched it anyway for the recap and because I wasn't just going to miss a week. Like that's a big thing for me. I can't like just simply miss a week of a TV show and then go back to it. Like, no, that like bothers me so much. So I watched Anyways, but I did really enjoy some of the dances. A lot of the costumes were awesome. I don't know. I was I was not disappointed with the week. I just thought that was funny, so I thought I would share. Anyways, we are starting off with Monica and Val, who danced as Nurse Ratched, I believe. I don't know. I don't know who half these villains are because I do not watch scary movies. Like not even a little bit. I'm I definitely like distance myself from that world and that realm so I don't even know who half these people are like they're very famous movies very famous villains I'm like nah dog no thank you anyway she played nurse nurse ratchet in a jazz routine and she got a 22 out of 30 that was way too low that I like I'm actually disappointed I do not think her scores should have been that low I don't know I don't think they were fair in my opinion I think she should have at least gotten three eights I don't know. I just think it was really much better than the judges are giving her credit for. Like, it wasn't the greatest jazz routine, but it was solid. And I feel like she kind of got screwed in those scores. That's all I'm saying. Next up, who I also kind of got screwed in their, who I also thought kind of got screwed in their scores, would be Caitlin Bristow and Artem dancing to, dancing as Cruella DeVille, dancing a, I do not think I wrote it down. Did I write it down? No, but she talked about her... Oh, yes, I did! Pasa Doble! Way to go, me. I just, like, hit it at the bottom of my notes. She danced the Pasa Doble, Ascarella Deville, talking about her cute, adorable dogs. One of them's name is Ramen. I can't think of the other one's name right now. Oh, Pino. Pino and Ramen, like, the, the Pino the drink. Oh, her dogs are so cute. I remember when she adopted Ramen. Like, I've been following Caitlin for a really long time. And I remember when she adopted Ramen. Oh, they're so cute. I want one. I want a dog so bad. But her dogs are adorable. And she played Cruella de Bill. And she got a 24 out of 30. But I feel like... I feel like she should have gotten a much higher score. I don't know. I feel like some of the scores in this episode were a little bit out of whack. I, I don't know. It, it was... It was not bad. Like, Carrie Ann's comment, she was like, it wasn't, like, that great of a dance for you, and, like, I kind of feel like you gave up, and I know, like, Caitlin got really upset about that comment. She was talking about that on her Instagram, how she was like, I, like, definitely didn't give up, and I, I know for sure she wouldn't because she's been wanting to be on this show for, like, a million years. Like, she definitely wouldn't do that, but I don't know. I, it was way better than a 24 out of 30, in my personal opinion. I thought it was really great, and I thought the costumes were really fun. 
Next is Jeannie Mai and Brandon dancing as Hannibal Lecter. Is that what they did? Were they Hannibal Lecter? I don't really know. Yeah, from Silence of the Lambs. Is that even the same? Is that the same thing? Guys, I don't do scary movies. I don't know. Anyway, they danced the Pasa Double and they got a 25 out of 30, which I think, again, I don't know. I think this score was more fair than the last two, but I still think it was like really great. And it might have been like, it might have, should have been a little bit higher, but I don't know. I think, like I said, Jeannie has great energy. I think she's super fun to watch. And I think getting to be that like evil kind of character was really fun. So I don't know. I really liked it. Next is Chriselle and Gleb dancing as Maleficent. And that's literally what that's like as far aggressive as I would go with. I would be like Cruella de Vil or Maleficent from like Disney villains. I would not want to be anything like I would be Ursula. <laughs> like I could fit in as Ursula. I would not want to be anything like gory or like super aggressive. Like no thank you. Ursula stealing Ariel's voice is about as aggressive as I'm getting. Anyway, she danced the Pasa Doble, scoring a 26 out of 30, which I think it was definitely one of her best dance I, dances. I think she really is growing, and I think that's really great to see, because I think at the beginning, first of all, at the beginning, Chriselle's scores were way too low. <laughs> There's that. And then I think that she... I think that she was a little awkward and not super comfortable in the dances, and I think she's really grown into that, and I think it's awesome. So, 26 out of 30, respectable. Next is AJ and Cheryl. Poor Cheryl, during dress rehearsal, I don't know what happened. She, like, tripped over herself or over AJ and went, like, flying and smacked her head on the floor. It sounded so painful. I'm so glad she was okay. Like, that could have been really bad. Anyway, they danced a tango inspired by Psycho. I don't, I like literally never heard of that, so I don't know. But I think it was also super good. I'm very glad Cheryl is okay. And I think that the dance was, was very good. What did I say? They danced the tango? Yeah, I think it was really good. That's all, literally all I have to say is I don't remember much about their dance other than Cheryl's head situation and it being pretty good. So 26 out of 30. Respectable. Next is Justina Machado and Sasha dancing to, or dancing like inspired by Carrie, which again is another TV show I've never seen. Um, they were also talking about Justina's um, childhood like acting teacher or something like that, which was like really sweet. I thought that was awesome that they found the teacher and she talked about Justina. I thought that was awesome. I think the transition between... <laughs> between Carrie, the, the movie, and the the teacher was, was very strange. It, it was, seemed a little forced, but, like, okay, it was a little strange, but I don't know. I think, I think the teacher was awesome, and I don't know. I don't know anything about Carrie, so maybe there was a transition that I missed, but, and she danced the tango, which I also thought was super great. I don't know. I think it was really great. Apparently, it was too, like, hoppy, or no, it wasn't hoppy enough. You can, you can never be hoppy or steppy in the tango. It loses that quality. I don't know what that means. Does that mean, mean it was too hoppy or not hoppy enough? I wrote that quote down and I don't know what that means. So it was either too hoppy or not hoppy enough. But other than that, it was fantastic. She got a 26 out of 30. Very good. Next is Johnny and Britt dancing to Dracula, which I actually do think that costume was pretty awesome. Like I would have been Dracula. That would have all, like been as, as far as I went. 
He danced the Viennese Waltz and scored a 27 out of 30, a major improvement from last week's dance. And I actually think he did really, really well in the Viennese Waltz. I think that played more to his strength than the salsa from last week. I think, again, major upstep. I do think the scores for him were fair. I think it was a very good waltz, 27 out of 30. I think he's really stepping out of that, like, my problem with him at the beginning was his, like, um, his ability to, like, move and be, like, grooving but not ballroomy, and I think he's getting more ballroomy, and I think his scores are reflecting that. I think he did very good. Sky and Alan danced in, like, dedicated, and I wasn't dedicated to, like, um, what's the word? I, why can't I think? They dance inspired by, I was like, it's dedicated to Chucky's bride. It was not dedicated. It's inspired by Chucky's bride dancing the Argentine tango. I thought it was very good. I almost just full on started talking in a British accent. Like, you know how at the beginning of the Dancing with the Stars, they're like, dancing the Argentine tango is Sky Jackson and his par- and her partner, Alan. Like, the, the accent, I when I said Argentine tango, I kind of said it like that. And I was full on going to start speaking in that accent. Okay, let's take the accent back a notch. Anyway, um, 27 out of 30. Sky really freaking killed it. I think it was great. It was a huge improvement from last week when she had that stumble. That was last week. Maybe it was two weeks ago. It was one of the weeks. I think it was last week. I think she killed it. Way to go, Sky. Next is Nellie and Daniela dancing inspired by Nightmare on Elm Street and Freddy Krueger. I don't know. Are those the same thing? I don't know anything about, about that, but he, wait, no, he, did he dance? No, he, Freddy Krueger has the scissor, scissor hands, right? Because I was going to say he was Edward Scissorhand, because that's what I thought he was, even though I've definitely never seen that, don't know what it's from, that's like, I've heard of Edward Scissorhand, but I think he was Freddy Krueger with the scissor hands, right? I mean, I don't, I don't actually know, because I don't do any of this. Oh, and they danced to Can't Feel My Face, which was really funny because of the, the, the hand situation. But anyways, what did he actually dance? I, did I write it down? I, like, literally don't think I did. Well, that's unfortunate, because it was really good. It was definitely Nelly's best dance, whatever it was, since apparently I can't remember and I didn't write it down. It was, it was very, very good. He got a 27 out of 30. It was by far Nelly's best dance. And the costume was super awesome. Guys, my phone is ringing. My phone is always ringing when I'm trying to record. I'll be right back. Any hoozle. I just like got up and ran to the phone for it to be absolutely nobody on the other end. So that was, that was super great. So sorry for the interruption because ever, anytime I'm talking about TV, it's like the phone is always blowing up. We get so many spam calls. It is ridiculous. Anyways, I was almost done with this week. We were going to talk about Neve and Jenna, who danced to, or inspired by Swan Lake, danced the Paso Doble, and got all 10s, got a perfect 30. Neve definitely deserved it. It was, it was beautiful. It was great. Like I said, Neve has surprised me. Neve has killed it. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. He talked about how he likes to go to the New York City Ballet with his dad, which I would love to go see a ballet in, by the New York City Ballet Company. I think that would be absolutely incredible. I would like that's a bucket list item for me. Anyway, it was great. That's like literally all I have to say about it. Is it, it, was, it was perfect, and he deserved that perfect 30. 
Anyway, Monica and Val and Jeannie and Brandon, 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 were the bottom two couples and the judges, I, I keep wanting to say voted to evict. The judges voted to keep Jeannie and Brandon and unfortunately Monica and Val went home. I am really sad about that because I think Monica, Monica's dance this week first of all, deserved way higher scores. Second of all, she was really growing and her dances from the last couple of weeks were incredible. And I don't know, I feel like she definitely did not deserve to go home. But on the same vein, Jeannie and Brandon didn't deserve to go home. So like, it was like fair between the two of them, but I don't think either of them should have been in that position to be quite honest with you. But let us move on to the last week of this recap. And lastly, for this recap, Oh my word. Lastly, for this recap, we are talking week eight, now that I can apparently speak a little bit better. And this week was supposed to be a double elimination, but unfortunately, Jeannie Mai had to exit the competition because of a health concern, which actually, when I was reading about it before the episode aired, I was like, oh no, like, the way they made it sound made it seem like she got injured in her, like, neck or shoulder and had to get surgery because of the injury and, like, therefore had to step out of the competition, but in the show, we realized that she actually had, like, an underlying health issue with her throat. Something was happening. I don't know. I don't, like, know the medical. I'm not behind it. I'm not a doctor, but she had, like, some sort of issue going on that she didn't know about, and somehow they found it, thank God, and they were like, you really, like, need to get this removed, like, your throat could close, and she did. She is luckily doing okay, She's getting better. Unfortunately, she had to withdraw from the competition, which was very sad because I really, I really liked her um, energy and I think I liked her as a person. I thought she was great. So it was very sad to me that she had to withdraw, but thank God that they caught that and she is okay. So moving on, like I said earlier, they were supposed to be a double. They made it a single elimination because Jeannie had to withdraw. They didn't want to like have three people gone in one week, which is totally understandable. Caitlin and Artem danced the jive to Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Okay, first of all, first of all, she got a 25 out of 30. That is the biggest piece of crap in my mind. She so did not deserve a 25 out of 30. That's like, I don't know, that's so like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's personal in a way because I saw... And all of this kind of came to a head this week, and I'll kind of t- touch on that. But um, a lot of Caitlyn's fans, and I believe rightfully so, were coming after Carrie Ann on social media. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, the things you're saying to Caitlyn, like, they're not right. Like, that's personal. Your scores are too low. Which, first of all, I 100% do not condone coming after someone on social media. Like, absolutely not. Like, I, I totally agree with what the people are saying to Carrie Ann, but I would never, like, go to her account and be like, Carrie Ann, why'd you say that? Like, no, like that that's not cool. So I I 100% do not condone people doing that. However, what the people were saying was correct. Like, I feel like her scores and her comments towards Caitlyn are like, I don't know, something's weird about it to me. And I think the other judges, I don't know, I think the other judges are kind of following after Carrie a little bit. And I think Caitlyn's kind of getting screwed. And I think that's unfair to her. Like, Carrie Ann called them out on an illegal lift that, like, probably wasn't an illegal lift. I don't know. That that one's hard to say. But, like, just the stuff that she she says to Caitlyn seems a little off. And so, anyways, Carrie Ann 
went on her, is she on like the talk or the reel or one of the two? I don't watch those kind of shows, but she's on one of them nonetheless. And she was like, yeah, I can't believe I'm being bullied by like Caitlin Bristow's fans, like stuff like that. Which first of all, again, like totally don't condone you going on social media and bashing anybody, but she kind of deserves to be called out on that because something's off there and I don't know like I can't put my finger on what's going on there or why those comments are happening but I feel like something's just something's just off and I don't know and I know Caitlin said that she she's like a little bit confused as to why she's getting those comments and like she's like I said hurt by the comment last week of that she wasn't like trying hard enough and all of that and Artem was like yeah I feel like it's getting a little personal so I don't know that's kind of coming I saw like a BuzzFeed article that was like all the dancing with the stars feuds and it like came from the fact that this was going on right now which also I thought that article was hilarious because some of those feuds I didn't even know about back when I watched the show when I was younger because I wasn't in the social media twitter or instagram world but I'm more into that now obviously so I kind of hear about that but I thought some of those were kind of funny but anyways 25 out of 30 was not that just did not seem fair to me I don't know I don't know that's all I'm saying Next up is Neve and Jenna dancing the Viennese Waltz to Stuck With You by Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. They got a 27 out of 30, which is still super good. I think that, I actually think it was really good. I don't know. They said it was like a little rough at the beginning and there were some stumbles and balance issues or whatnot. And I mean, they probably know better than I do, but I don't know. I thought it was good. 27 out of 30 is pretty respectable, but like the... I think everybody really, really killed it this week, and even Caitlin, who got really low scores, which was super unfair. Anyways, next is Justina Machado and Sasha dancing the samba to a song I cannot pronounce by Sergio Mendez. Sorry about that. I like I can try. Mag Magalena Magalena Magalena. I don't know. It's something like that. Anyway, she danced the samba, and it was great. I thought it was super awesome. Justina danced to honor Rita Moreno, who I also love Rita Moreno. Rita was in West Side Story and now plays Justina's mom on One Day at a Time. And I think Rita is absolutely awesome. She's super talented and she's super hilarious. And I think she kills pretty much every role she's in. But anyway, uh, Justina and Sasha got a 27 out of 30. I thought the samba was super great. Next is Nelly and Daniela dancing the Roomba to Nobody Knows by the Tony Rich Project. And Nelly dedicated this dance to his sister who passed away from leukemia in 2005. That was very, very sad. Horrible, horrible. But he got a 21 out of 30, which I actually think, I don't know, he wasn't very good at the Roomba, so I understand why the scores were kind of low. However... It wasn't that off, in my opinion. Like, I, the scores were fair, but I don't think... I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to say, because, like, really, I'm not... Shocker, shocker, shocker. My phone rang again. This time, it was on my cell phone as I was recording, so it completely cut off whatever the heck I was saying. So, I know I was talking about Nelly and Daniela and their rumba, and how I didn't think it was, like, that horrible, but it wasn't that great, but I'm not that well-versed in what a rumba is actually supposed to look like, so I don't really know. That is literally all I remember that I was talking about. They got a 21 out of 30, if I didn't already mention that. We're just going to move on, because I literally don't remember what I was talking about. 
Next is Chrishell, Staus, and Gleb dancing the Viennese Waltz to Love on the Brain by Rihanna, which is one of my very favorite songs. This dance was super steamy and sexy and all all the things. I don't really understand the whole, like, bed situation <laughs> that was in the middle of the stage and the curtains. I don't know. I think the, like, the concept of the dance was a little weird. But honestly, I think that the the dance itself was pretty good. She got a 24 out of 30, which is respectable. I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't the greatest Viennese waltz I've ever seen, but it was not horrible. Next is Sky and Alan dancing the salsa to Work It by Missy Elliott. I thought the salsa was awesome. I thought the tricks and the wow factor and all the like pizzazz that Alan added to the salsa. I thought it was great. I thought it was super fun. I think Sky I think Sky killed it. They got a 25 out of 30. Johnny and Britt danced the Foxtrot to Wonder by Sean Mendez. I almost said John Mendez. John. Anyways, they scored a 27 out of 30. I actually thought this was a very good Foxtrot. I think that Derek and Bruno were saying how like it was kind of jerky, but Carrie Ann was like, nah, that was purposeful jerkiness, which kind of confused me. And I was like, what the heck are you even talking about? But I actually, I thought it was good. I think a 27 out of 30 may have been a little bit high. I do think it actually was kind of jerky. I don't know how jerky would be an artistic choice, quote unquote, Carrie Ann, but I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. And I really actually am growing a lot to like Brit. She is the newest female pro on the show. And I think she's a really great choreographer, and I think she has some good energy, and I'm, I'm a fan, Brit. Anyways, I thought it was a pretty good dance, 27 out of 30. Also, I realized that I did not, like, talk about this, but this uh, week was two dances. They had, obviously, everybody's regular dance, and then they had a relay-style dance situation where it was supposed to be three groups of three, but because of Jeannie, it was two groups of three and one group of two that um, they each had the same style of dance, the same song, and they danced just like a portion of it. And then the next group came and, you know, all three of them danced the same style, so the same song. And then the judges gave each of the three groups either one, two, or three bonus points that added to their normal score. You know, that's kind of how it worked. Anyway, last up in the regular round was AJ and Cheryl dancing the, I think I just said dancing, dancing the rumba to Way Down We Go by Calio. I don't really know. I've never, I've heard the song, but I don't actually think I've ever heard of the artist. Honestly, I thought that their package and everything was fantastic. Um, AJ was talking about his struggle with um, drug and alcohol addiction. I'm losing my speaking ability, people. Good thing we're, like, almost done with this very long recap. Um, and then Cheryl, who I know um, had some uh, the same kind of struggle with specifically alcohol, from what I understand and what I've heard from her following her. I've been following Cheryl for years. She had um, some problems with alcohol, so the two of them really connected on that. And I think that's where they're, like, really intense friendship and relationship comes from is that common struggle and I think that AJ talking about that's really important because I know that's something that a lot of people struggle with and I I don't know I think it was really important that that was talked about and said and it makes me have a ton more respect for AJ for him wanting to become sober and become clean and obviously the same for Cheryl and I really love Cheryl anyway they danced the rumba they got a 24 out of 30 I think the scores could have been 
a little bit higher, but like, it's okay. I think it was really good. Next is the relay challenge round type thing. Relay number one was the cha-cha with Neve and Jenna, Chriselle and Gleb, and Nellie and Daniela. Carrie Ann was the judge. And I believe, did I write down? So what I actually thought was happening was like, someone got one point, someone got two points, and someone got three points. But that that was like not the case. You could give all couples three points, all couples one points, like it didn't actually matter. So Neve and Jenna got three bonus points because they were the best set of the three according to Carrie Ann, and I agree with that. I think they were the best set of the three. Grishel and Gleb got two because theirs was also very good, and I believe Nellie and Daniela also got two, and they did, and they were definitely the most improved from their previous cha-cha. I don't know. I think the challenge is a little bit strange, but like, I think because they can't, I don't think they want to do team dances because of COVID, just in case some, I know they're tested like literally every day before rehearsal, but like in case someone were to get it, that would wipe out like half their cast instead of just wiping out a team. So I think they're trying to not do team dances. So I like, I understand what the situation is, why they're kind of trying to change up their like alternate rounds. So I get it. Um, Relay round two was the Viennese Waltz with Justine and Sasha, Johnny and Bert, and was supposed to be Jeannie and Brandon. Derek Huff was uh, judging this part of it. So it just became the head-to-head between Justina and Johnny. I think they both killed it. I think, did both get two extra points? Oh no, Uh, Justina got two extra points and Johnny got three extra points, which I think was fair. Relay number three was the Samba. AJ and Cheryl, Caitlin and Artem, and Sky and Alan Bruno was judging these. I believe that, oh, first of all, hilarious. The last time Sky um, danced the Samba, she grabbed um, Alan's hair as she was falling, which I just thought was funny that, like, that was her first thought, was to, like, grab his hair. Anyways, Um, she got two bonus points with not grabbing his hair and not having any, like, massive mistakes. Very good. AJ got three, and Caitlin also got three. Thank goodness Carrie Ann was not Caitlin's judge, just saying. But, yeah, AJ and Caitlin got three. I think, I think this, the relay round seemed a little rushed, to be quite honest. Like, there was, like, literally 22 minutes left in the show. They're like, we have an entire other round to do. And we're all like, um, that's okay, I guess. Um... Who was in the bottom? Sky and Alan and Chriselle and Gleb were in the bottom, and the judges unanimously save Sky and Alan, meaning Chriselle and Gleb are going home, which kind of makes me sad. But I can see that Chriselle was not the greatest dancer of the bunch left, and I think she was improving though, so it's kind of sad to see her go. But nonetheless, someone nonetheless someone has to go. I would have been interested to see if they would have brought like, three people down for judges to save one if, like, they were going to do the double or if both Sky and Chriselle would have gone or if Jeannie would have been on the bottom. Like, all of that, I think, is up in question. But, obviously, those are a lot of ifs. So, that is how the cards played out this week. Uh, My prayers go out to Jeannie in a speedy recovery, and I, I hope she's doing well. I mean, via Instagram, she seems to be doing okay, so I'm very happy about that. Anyways, thank you guys so, so much for listening to this very rambly, very long Dancing with the Stars recap, but we are all caught up, and I am very, very happy about that. So, I will see you all very, very soon. Bye!